was already organised this morning uh, and the plan was to uh, start this a bit earlier than normal and be relaxed doing it and everything else and then everything went wrong and now I'm in a rush uh, and it's going to be a bit fraught uh, but uh, we'll get through this together. It's pouring down with rain outside which is lovely and uh, welcome to episode 165 of Mr Burt Potts. No, yeah, I got up um, my normal early time. Uh, I got through Root to Rise uh, yoga session, which took about half an hour. And then I looked at the weather and it's just had pictures of black clouds, little icon pictures of black clouds, lightning and uh, big raindrops from 11 o'clock, which is usually uh, just after I've gone out from my run. So in a panic... I went out for my run uh, at about 10 o'clock and got back uh, dry as a bone uh, because the sun was shining, uh, sweating so much I had to have a shower uh, and absolutely no sign of any thunderstorms. We've had a bit of rain, it's raining at the moment, but I don't know what all that was about to be honest, uh, so I'm a bit annoyed about that. Then everything went fine and I thought, well, I'm really on top of the things, I'm back nice and early. Oh, honestly, there's the drilling. Bang on cue. As soon as I sit down to do this, drilling starts. There hasn't been any today. And it stopped. Um, it started. Um, uh, so I did my piano practice. I did my Welsh. I had my lunch. And then Darren sent me a message this morning on WhatsApp, which I misread. Uh, I sent him one back realized I'd misread his original message, went to delete the message I sent back and ended up deleting his whole chat history, which doesn't really matter. Uh, but then I spent quite an amount of time on the internet reading various articles about how to get your WhatsApp chat history back. Uh, and I've ended up deleting everybody's chat history permanently. So um, I've got a little list of all the people I uh, text about my new episode of this. And I don't, I've forgotten and I can't access that. So there, there is a small chance I may forget to remind some people about this new episode. Apologies. <coughs> a bit of a cough there. Apologies uh, ahead if that happens. I have to say, while I was doing yoga this morning, there was a lot of pavement walking action going on outside. Uh, which was very distracting when I was trying to route to rise with Adrian. I uh, couldn't concentrate. We've got two lots of new neighbours. Uh, uh, and the reason I haven't mentioned them since that tumultuous day of uh, one lot moving in is because they've been so quiet. Uh, one lot seemed to continue moving in more stuff the other day, but I haven't bumped into any of them. Uh, and they're very, very quiet. So I don't know about the drum kit. The drum kits are not on the same level as us. Uh, I realised, um, but there are definitely people in, but um, yeah, well, we'll see about that. And then the drilling's just been dreadful, of course. Don't know what's happened to the extension, that just seems to have ground to a halt again, what big surprise. Um, yeah, so it's been a busy week actually, and um, I've been working, I'm back to work. So... I'm clearing out as sort of ground to a halt a little bit. I've no recollection what I did on Tuesday, Wednesday or Thursday. But I do know that on, oh no, Thursday. Thursday we had training day. So I am now working front of house for the next two weeks. 
at the theatre I usually work back of house in uh, due to the fact they've got someone, the company have got someone in to do my job for the current production. Uh, I'm not bitter. And um, oh, there's two people walking past who can't walk in a straight line. And um, so, yeah, so there was a sort of training day which involved uh, some interesting stuff and some not interesting stuff. But um, they did send us off on a sort of team building. Uh, exercise which turned out to be quite fun actually looking for the seven noses of soho uh now well it's not i was going to say apparently which is one of my favorite words uh, it's not apparently at all it's true uh, an artist whose name escapes me uh basically put uh about 35 noses on buildings around soho covent garden area uh i think back in the 90s um most of them are sort of above eye level but not high, high up. Uh, and most of them have been destroyed or removed or broken or what have you. So there's only seven left. Uh, and we had to basically run round in an hour and a half on a clue. The clues basically just being the street that things were on. Um, and find them, take a photograph of them to prove that we'd uh, found it and then uh, go back again. I think the prize was uh, an ice cream. But... Um, they were harder to find than I thought, and I thought we could just Google it all on uh, the internet and uh, find them more easily, but the internet actually has lots of pictures of the noses, but uh, this, this, considering it's the internet, the secret seems to be kept quite well exactly where they are, so there's no pictures or directions to uh, find them uh, specifically. So we still ended up having to look for them. Uh, one nose, as it happened, uh, didn't doesn't exist anymore which part apparently was one of the challenges to make sure we show our initiative not quite sure what that was about but anyway we we didn't spend too long looking for it we were in teams of five and then back and it was nice because it was a lovely day and i was dreading spending a whole sunny day sitting inside so that was really nice i have to say um one of the reasons i stay working at the theater i work in is because back of house uh, it is just an enormously uh, friendly set of people who I'm very fond of and I really enjoy working with um, and I knew the front of house manager just because of my access route to my job uh, in the evening through the theatre because I have to go front of house so uh, and I'd spoken to them about uh, working front of house and they said yes fine there'll be absolutely no problem so um Front of house, absolutely lovely team. I mean, considering a lot of them are casuals, zero hour contracts, I have to say they're a really nice bunch of people. It's bit, I mean, I haven't met anyone because they don't all come in every night, but um, they, uh, and considering when you come into a group of people who already know each other, it can be a bit sort of, you know, um, you know, they can just talk to each other and not, bother with you just because that's a lot they used to and everyone has been really friendly really helpful um it's just a really nice bunch and the person i was uh, put with on friday night which is drilling friday night which was when i was on doors three uh was absolutely lovely it turns out they actually live quite close to me um and whereas my attitude towards anything is going with a negative frame of mind, 
they have a very positive frame of mind and said, well, they come in, they talk to people, have a nice time, they enjoy dealing with their audiences. Uh, and I thought, actually, do you know what? That is a good way of doing it, really. As opposed to my way of deciding you know, everybody that speaks to me is going to be rude. Uh, I have worked with uh, the public before, and they aren't the easiest group of people to work with. But um, no, it was fine. So I, um, there's various jobs. It's, it's a bit like a military operation, to be honest. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating a bit, but really uh, front of house has a lot to do uh, and it has to be done well and smoothly obviously not just to keep the audience happy but to make sure everybody's in and, and the production can start on time and there's an awful lot going on there's a particular this particular production has um a rather unique set of circumstances uh, around it as well so uh, there are various complications uh, for the front of house that they don't normally have to deal with but that's that's all fine i don't no one's complaining and um so my job was uh, there are three doors in effect and mine was to zap the tickets with a uh i was going to say a radiationography with a laser one of those laser red beam things that goes onto a barcode uh, and uh, give a bit of a spiel and get everybody in and it was fine um i had a couple of nervous breakdowns but i managed to hide them and um Everyone was all, I have to say, the audiences. But, uh, and then I did that on my own on Friday night. Uh, all the audiences, lovely. And then um, this uh, production doesn't have an interval, which is a bit strange. So there are things that would normally then be done, which aren't done because there isn't an inf interval. Uh, latecomers is a big thing. Latecomers is a bit of an eye-opener, actually, because uh, what my normal job is, is to do the lighting, but I am in contact with front of house and back of house via a radio, Motorola, walkie-talkie thing. And um, the stage management always tell me uh, the latecomers points and latecomers warning to latecomers points, which I then radio through to front of house. Always been a bit blasé about these, sometimes forget, blah, 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 this and the other. Uh, I felt absolutely dreadful about that when I actually had to do latecomers because it's so difficult. Um, people come in, they have to get taken to a certain place, <clears throat> watch the show on a television screen uh, until the specific point uh, at which they are let into the auditorium and you have to get them to their seat in pitch blackness, which is an absolute nightmare. Uh, and the second time I did it I managed to put two really nice women they were so lovely and they were late because of tube delays um got them into completely the wrong seats they weren't sitting next to each other which they should have been uh, but I realized later I'd actually upgraded them <laughs> there just happened to be two seats um three that weren't the two seats I was meant to put them in but uh, it's not a problem it was filling seats up but it's just the darkness uh, it's a bit of a shock when you walk into a dark theatre and you've got to get someone into an empty seat, which might be right in the middle of the stalls, uh, which I'm absolutely dreading that happening. And then I think tonight, so that all went well, and then um, then there's a bit of sitting around with nothing to do. And then at the end of the show, uh, it's washing and drying the glasses from the bar. Um, but everyone's really chatty and nice. Um, and that's fine. My only problem with it is the shifts, because the shifts start quite early. Uh, and obviously by nature of the length of shift, which isn't that long, it's three, four hours or something, four hours thing. Um, there's no eating break, so I have to eat before the shift starts, which is six o'clock and just about get away with. 
but my five o'clock shift tomorrow on Friday is going to be very problematic because there is no way I can get through till uh, nine o'clock or whenever without eating uh, and I cannot be getting home at 10 o'clock and having my evening meal. It's not going to happen. So I don't know what to do about that. I'll have to cross that bridge tomorrow. Talking of which, tomorrow I'm going to Darren's for lunch for a production meeting with Darren and the designer. Um, <clears throat> he's already annoyed me by asking me to do one thing or saying, well, I didn't have to do it if I didn't want to, but could I possibly do that in his usual passive-aggressive way? And um, I did it, and it's now bitten me on the bottom, and um, I'm picking up pieces, so thanks, Darren. Uh, it's going to be a real joy working with him for six weeks in... No, it's not six... Yeah, six no, four weeks working with him in uh, Dorking. So, um, yeah... So I haven't seen him for ages. I should be nice seeing him tomorrow. Uh, new listeners uh, are better qualify uh, all that story by the fact Darren and I are uh, very, very good friends. Uh, just tend to wind each other up rather a lot because we're such good friends. Uh, so I moan about him constantly. I don't mean it at all. It's all said in love. Well, most of it. So that's all fine. And then um, I... I'm going to have Mondays free, but I think I'm going to be traveling, possibly traveling home to do washing and sort out food for the following week because I'm staying in someone's house the rest of the time in Dorking. So I practically am going to say there are not going to be any Mr. Burt's in uh, October uh, with profuse apologies. But um, there's just nothing I can do about that. And also, uh, my first day travelling to Dorking is going to be my birthday, which is uh, I'm absolutely over the moon about. I have to say, if I hear from a certain other person one more time how much they are looking forward to having a month on their own in the flat, I'm going to um, thump them. So that's all that. And then, um, yeah... So it's a big change for me because I've never been away for a long period of time. I've certainly never been away for four weeks. Uh, and living with other people is something completely new to me. Uh, I'm sure they'd be lovely but because uh, they've volunteered to do it. And they are people that the person that's written the play knows because the person that's written the play, Tony, lives in Dorking. So that's partly what has been done there this time around. So um, anyone who can get to Dorking... In, uh, for the last week of October, probably no one listening to this, but anyone who can, uh, it would be lovely to see you at the performances, which are all on the Damn Cheek website, website uh, which is Damn Cheek, D A M N C H E E K dot co dot UK. Um, yes, so that's marvellous, but I can give more details about that next, Mr. Bird. Um, Saturday was a very big day because the National Treasure celebrated their birthday. Um, many will, of you will have noticed the fly past uh, over central London on Saturday afternoon. Um, there were huge celebrations, of course. Unfortunately, uh, the National Treasure themselves missed all the celebrations because they were doing two shows that day. Um, <laughs> shouldn't laugh, should I? So um, I think they had a nice time because apparently... Uh, Tea party was laid on for them between shows, which is more than I've ever had for my birthday. Might have been working, I have to say. Um, so uh, I sent them some flowers, which apparently went down very well. And um, so I was hoping to get to see their production, uh, but I've only got this week and next week, and the tickets are rather expensive. So I don't know whether it's going to happen because it finishes in October 
uh, before I'm back. So uh, we'll see how that goes. I'll try and sort something out. I've got three people I know working on it as well, so it'd be a great shame if I didn't get to see it. Um, and um, yes, that's the National Treasure done. Anyone else I need to shout out about? I don't think there is at the moment. Um, Oh, there's lots of people walking backwards and forwards. Now, I do see that man a lot. I know I do say I've never seen that person before. I do actually see this man a lot. And he's quite tall and bald and always wears shorts. So I do recognise him, but I've no idea who he is. And I don't think he lives down this road. But um, he obviously likes walking up and down this road. Uh, so the weather's been nice, hasn't it? The weather's been lovely. And uh, so that's all jolly. And now it all seems to have uh, stopped. So, um... I'm in the theatre again tonight, and that's going to be, I think I'm stalls one, and I don't know what that means. It probably means I'm sitting in the auditorium, so I will get to see the play, but uh, I can't really lose myself in the play because the job is to be keeping an eye on the audience. Um, I better do a bit more longer, uh, oh dear, I've dropped everything there, uh, because um, I'm running out of time. We're up to the first Thursday. Of course, I haven't even done a week of it. I don't think I'm actually going to finish this. Uh, it's because uh, we'll be going on to next time I do Mr. Bert, it'll all be about uh, not killing Darren for a month. Um, but I have every holiday we went on. Uh, no, not every holiday. That's a major exaggeration. Some holidays we have been on, uh, we have had days when, uh, well, they're referred to by me as the Mafra or Petrified Forest Days. Uh, the Mafra Day was when we went to a palace in Mafra, called Mafra in Portugal, uh, which was the biggest building I've ever seen in my life. I can't remember when it was built, 17th, 18th century or something. Absolutely enormous. I mean, you could literally cycle from one end to the other and probably take about five minutes. It was just enormous, um, which would have been fine had it been... Uh, full of anything, but it was completely empty bar the old chair and the old table. So it was basically room after room after room after room after room after room of looking at nothing. Uh, it was possibly one of the most depressing places I've ever been to in my life. Uh, I do recommend you look at pictures of it because it does look splendid from the outside. I remember coming out just feeling miserable, depleted. Uh, and I'm just saying it was not my suggestion that we went to Mafra. The other day was the Petrified Forest Day in Lesbos. Now, the phrase Petrified Forest, to me, forest, lots and lots of trees, petrified. Well, either scared trees, obviously not, or made of stone. Uh, we went to the Petrified Forest at the hottest time of the day without having had any lunch. Just saying, not a good start for me. The Petrified Forest was basically, um, if you just looked at it, you could see absolutely nothing. When you walked around it, uh, every now and then you would come across a tree stump, which was about two inches high, uh, which was fossilised. Uh, there weren't many of them. Um, and as I say, if you just looked at the air in general, there was absolutely nothing there at all. So I was dragged around, basically looking at nothing, in the 12 noon, 1 o'clock p.m. Mediterranean sun, uh, not having had any lunch or anything to drink. Uh, that was a very popular day with me, actually. I was very pleased with that day, and um, I didn't choose that. So we had uh, a day 
uh, and I'm going to call it the um, Alba Day. We went off to a, a town called Alba and somebody spotted um, a walk guided tour called the Invisible City. Now the clue of course in the title is invisible, suggesting there's not going to be much to see. And indeed we went on this tour, which was all in Italian, I didn't understand a word of it, um, which went below ground and basically uh, we saw less than a handful of probably Roman walls. Um, and that was actually it really. Uh, it took us nearly two hours to look at a handful or less than a handful of Roman walls. Uh, and it was one of the most uh, unexciting uh, walks on I've ever been in my life. If it had been in English, it would have been bad enough to be honest, because there was absolutely nothing to see. Um, but um, basically there's a whole underground city under the present day city that's been gradually unearthed and there are little tiny bits of it that are accessible and you can see and um i am interested in history i'm not knocking it at all but um i was very hot i had had lunch so that was um alba was not alba is seared into my memory for all the wrong reasons of the holiday uh, unlike last week um now i'm in a bit of a dilemma now because i've got to finish and i don't know whether i'm going to continue with my longer uh, yeah, I'll continue with it next week, actually. Um, so, yes, that's, uh, that's a quick uh, reminder. I won't be doing Mr. Bert in October, so next week will probably be my last one for possibly five weeks, realistically. Uh, I know this is going to be tricky for some people. Uh, there is nothing I can do about it. If there is any way I can sit and do uh, a 20-minute chat from somewhere or... But obviously it takes longer than 20 minutes to record it and edit it. Uh, I will, but uh, I think it's best to say it won't happen. And um, so um, please subscribe to the podcast uh, just as a reminder of, uh, for when it starts up again uh, because I've deleted on WhatsApp chats. Uh, and oh, one last thing. I can't remember whether I mentioned it last week. Past lives. We went to see past lives last tuesday didn't mention it korean american film from an american korean director uh, it's absolutely stunningly beautiful um really gorgeous gorgeous film um sad but not depressing um so nuanced and layered and wonderful and i think about it every now and then it's really stayed with me it's going to be huge i think it's going to get oscar nominations and stuff um very very quiet intimate film basically revolving around three people um can't i honestly can't recommend i know i rave about everything i talk about but i really can't recommend this high enough please go and see it past lives uh, it would work on the television but um, it is really lovely seeing it in the cinema. So on that note, um, oh, there's a Dalmatian walking past and lots of school children. Oh gosh, it's that time I've got to go. Uh, on that note, wish me luck as I go in for day three, front of house. Uh, and thank you for listening. <laughs>